Hi everyone, welcome to Go With The Flow, yoga conversations with Ben and Rihanna. I'm Rihanna. And I'm Ben. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 8. because the person who we have today is someone that I've known for like lots of years and I'm so happy to sit down and really pick her brain because she's kind of crazy and out there but not not totally but now more inner now more inner (laughs) ladies and gentlemen the one and only Donna Tomakder Estep <laughs> Actually, I've always been inner, I suppose. No, yeah. but, but you know the what what people see is the outer. Yeah, let's just put it That's that you way. Expressing, having to express something. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, Donna. Thank you. And We're wel- so happy to have you. Welcome back to the Philippines. Ah, yeah. <laughs> How long have you been away? Um, sporadic. Well, not sporadically, really, but uh. I've been going in and out of the country for the past maybe six years, yeah, but yeah. more so in the past two years. So I would say four to five months of the year. Yeah. Four yeah. months a month. Yeah. Four yeah. months of the year, cumulative. Yeah. Uh, I'm out. I'm, yeah. I'm teaching. Yeah. Stuff. I so, remember I messaged her and then yeah. I was like, when do you have time? Then she was like, I have a little bit of time on that weekend. Okay, I'm booking it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, was, I was pretty much away for, for the whole July. You came yeah. from yes. India. Is that correct? Um, <laughs> this okay, the, the last trip I was actually, I was in India and then, and then I was in Thailand before okay. coming to Manila. Yeah. Uh, and then next week I go to Jakarta, then Thailand, and back to India. Wow! wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least that's just half of the And then the Greece, world. yeah, you oh. know. And then you go to Greece. Yeah. So, what have you been doing lately in all of these trips? Ah, okay, that's a very good question. Um, right now, I'm very focused on giving energy management courses yeah. for uh, multinational companies. Yeah. So basically, that means that. Uh, I give workshops centered on the four dimensions of the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual. Yeah. So there's a lot of mindfulness in the, uh, in you know, in the program itself. Yeah. There's movement. There's nutrition, yeah. and uh, of course, purpose is very very big. Yeah. In in the program that mm-hmm. I that that I facilitate. Yeah. For for companies, so that keeps me busy and that's yeah. why I travel a lot so yeah. right now mm. my my energy goes there okay. yeah yeah so of course I'm very blessed to have that and yeah. that allows me to do other things yeah. like teach in festivals for example yeah. in mm. in Asia and in Europe yeah. and give workshops and facilitate women's yeah. circles mm-hmm. here and in, in yeah. Europe so for your energy management courses, these are inside companies. Yes. So you give them to employees. Yes. Okay. Oh, we need yes. that here too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am very blessed to be able to witness yeah. the shifts mm. in consciousness. Okay. Um, that, you know, not only of people, mm-hmm. but also of corporate entities. Yeah. Because I, I feel that... It becomes you know, more people-centric. 
Yes, and, and not only that, I, I really feel that it's inevitable. Yeah. And companies are beginning to realize that. It's yeah. inevitable. Yeah. The shift in consciousness yeah. is inevitable. Yeah. And and it's not about playing catch up, but it's about bringing the opportunity to them. And, and it's really interesting because I remember in, when was this? I think it was in, in, uh, in 2013, mm-hmm. Easter time. Yeah. And I was going through a lot of inner work. And, yeah. and during Easter, I really went deep into meditation and I just came up with a wish that, you know, I just want to be able to help as many people as I can. Mm-hmm. People who would otherwise not be able to access or afford mm-hmm. yeah. yoga and all these privileges that mm-hmm. we enjoy. Yeah. Because they are privileges. Yeah, I agree. You know, and, and, uh, and then a few months later, this was offered to me. Good name. And and wow, so you manifested the yeah. oh absolutely yeah. I mean I'm I'm, you know I'm partners with yeah. the goddess, <laughs> you know, with the divine. I, I I and and I really believe that like like, you know miracles are just yeah. instantaneous wish fulfillment. Yeah. Uh, when miracles are instantaneous, instantaneous wish, wish fulfillment. I yes. love that. Oh, thank you. You know I. I really believe that and and it happens when and it becomes actually it becomes my gauge mm-hmm. yeah I, I have this little game in my head like the the length of time that it takes for my my intention to be fulfilled is how integrated I am reflects yeah. how integrated I am mm-hmm. you know so I have that game because this particular program that I'm doing right now there's a backstory to that in, when I was say, still taking my MBA with the University of Western Australia, yeah. this was, I think, in 2007. Yeah, because, yeah, 2007 for yeah. sure. A friend of mine from from school gave me this book. Yeah. It was called The Power of Full Engagement. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, you know, um, this is so good because I was already giving, co- you know, I've been facilitating corporate workshops on yeah. on you know, mindfulness and mm. breath-based practices since 2003. Mm. Yeah. You know, a long time. Yeah. You know, and uh, during this time, it was really like peddling the idea of breathing and meditation. Yeah. You Hard know, that time. Yeah, I would have like maybe one, two clients a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was really a gig, yeah. you know. <laughs> and, and um, but it was a blessing because yeah. at least some some companies were open were were open to it and and so I got to do that and I had yeah. a, a I had a workshop partner at that time yeah so uh, anyway fast forward 2007 I, I read this book and I said this is perfect because this is exactly what we are conveying but put in such uh, approachable terms yeah. you know and and I said you know oh I want to be able to I saw that they were certifying people to run yeah. that program okay. um, the the Human Performance Institute and it was in Florida and I was okay. like okay wow I really want to do this program and etc okay then I got pregnant <laughs> in the middle of accounting <laughs> so that didn't happen uh, for that didn't happen you know yeah. Now that was two thousand and seven, but I really had a sincere wish that you know I 
I would love to be able to share this content. Yeah. yeah. How's that? You know. And in the year 2013, it just so happens that that the people who invited me mm. after that Easter, yeah. months later, I get this invitation to be certified in this program, to deliver this program. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was exactly that program. Wow. This is the Human Performance Institute. Institute. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, uh, That's wild. And it was great because I was being certified to be a, a third-party facilitator. Yeah. So, so wow. Yeah. You know, I... <laughs> So I knew, I knew yeah. this was a path that I yeah. have, I, I, I had to take yeah. and that I continue to take, you know. So you started, you said you started way back in 2003, 2000. With corporate workshops, yes. Yeah. But your practice started way before that. Way, way. Yeah. Um, How would you describe your practice <laughs> in two, oh, before 2003? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm it's coughing okay. now because I, I, I got this, this bug. I don't know, this bug from... All traveling. the traveling, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, describe how I how when do you I started, yeah. when I started. Ah, that's a very good question. Okay, um, you guys know that I used to work for a multinational. No, no, Donna. Of course not. Donna, we have no idea. <laughs> okay, so uh, I can't even imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But let's start even when I was in when I was a child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. it's it's hard to see. Okay, where do I start? Okay, um, let's just put it this way. Uh, even as a child, I I used to play this game in school yeah. when I was in grade school. You know. Um, and I called it tourist's eye, yeah. wherein, you know, we walk the same corridor every day, yeah. but the way I would do it is I would walk it with a tourist's eye. Okay. So, it's like seeing everything for the first yeah. time all the time. Yeah. You know, that was the game that I played. Yeah. Of course, in a way, when you think about it, oh, so now we have a I probably have a term for it, the beginner's mind, you know, yeah. or, you know, yeah. but it was something that was already quite, you know, it was awake in me, yeah. you know, and, uh, and then, okay, fast forward, I was, you know, after, after, after college, where I actually took business, oh. okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I also got into the intermed program of UP. Oh, wow. So I had all of, I mean, um, the, the, last cut, the last cut. And in the yeah. interview, I actually told them that, you know, I think this is. I, no. I think this, you should get somebody who really, really, really Where wants it. Oh, and no. this, is, this is really funny because, because now I work with Dr. Studio. That's true. But in a very, very yeah. different way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so. so I was working for a multinational company mm-hmm. and and you know yeah. I I was already meditating at okay. that time mm-hmm. yeah um, even in even in university that's when I became vegetarian you know so there was how something was it, there how was the meditation introduced in your life or is it just something that you instinctively it started was, practicing uh I think okay because I'm also you know, very mental in a way. Like yeah. I love philosophy, like yeah. spirituality, reading, understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, from a mental level. Yeah. But mostly to make sense of what I am. Yeah. Experiencing and embodying. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so I was already like immersed in some some books on spirituality. Mm, okay, but the the meditation practice ramped up when I had a broken heart. Oh, trust. <laughs> <laughs> It was a broken heart, you know. It really was. Uh, I mean, yeah. Don't worry, your heart's okay. Now. <laughs> you know, it's it 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 is. It yeah. was, and and that really helped me mm-hmm. go through that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, I I like saying that I retired at twenty three. Wow. Okay. <laughs> because it was at that point that I just had to step into who I was and mm-hmm. all I wanted to do was dance. Yeah. Now you have to understand I don't have any dance training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And uh and um <laughs> so so I had stopped working and it was a Joey Ayala concert. Mm. The, oh my gosh. In, in the, okay, this will totally date me. Inca Bar in Quezon City. You guys okay. even know that? <laughs> we'll just say in the middle of the world because I don't know it because it's in Quezon City. Ah, yeah, okay. No, it was all, uh, you know, after I went there, I think they closed months later. But it was quite, you know, it was yeah. an indie bar. Yeah. Joey Ayala was, was playing. And my cousin Gina, bless her soul, that, you know, she invited me because she knew that I was really. Um, there was a restlessness in me and yeah. she said, you know, come help me out. She was launching a magazine at yeah. that time that was way ahead of of everybody else. It was called Earthian and it was about consciousness already. Oh, wow. And this was year 2000. Wow. Um, and so she asked me if I wanted to, to do little things for her mm-hmm. with regards to the launch. Yeah. I said, yeah, why not? You know, I'm not mm-hmm. doing anything. And then she invited me to Joey's. Then there was an earthquake. This was oh. this was nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Okay, December eleven. Uh, and I remember that very clearly because yeah. there was an earthquake and everybody went out. Yeah. And the jamming continued on the streets. Oh, that's it. And I was surrounded by all of these artists that, you know, this was all so new to me. Yeah. Uh and then I was just bobbing my head up and down, and I know people were saying, "Oh, it's my yoga nas, my yoga nas, But I was like, "Yeah, you know, I don't want to dance. I don't dance, you know, and all of that." And then Joey Ayala, of course, with his booming voice. Oh my god! <laughs> just tells me, just tells me, "Don't ask my yoga nas." It sounds like a you know. <laughs> I love Ayala. I, I, I love it. I tell him, you know, so I mean, good. he he. He knows the story, you know, and and we laugh about it actually when when you know when we see each other sometimes and and you know it was really that so he it was like a command I mean it wasn't okay Joey hi if you're listening you know I mean it was really that it was like how can I say no to that voice yeah. you know oh, <laughs> you have to and so I did yeah and oh my God I. Felt that stillness that eluded me mm-hmm. was that was that 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 was a very palpable experience mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. and somehow I could dance, and mm-hmm. that's why I mean, okay, you can say it's it's mystical or cosmic yeah. it's also very grounded because it's the body yeah you know and uh 
and it just took over me mm-hmm. and it did not stop for the next three months. So yeah. Imagine I was dancing from 10 a.m. to 12 midnight every day for the next three wow. months. <laughs> I I couldn't stop. Yeah. And mm. and so many things were going on and mm. yeah, it was really moving from from the very depths. I don't know how many times I you know how many layers I shed and how many times I died, you know? I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm... It sounds dramatic, and... and Dance does that. And it does, mm-hmm. it does. And and the, the, the interesting thing about this is, of course, I was surrounded by artists who yeah. who were also... Get it. Yeah, yeah, somehow who got it. I mean, I know that's another story. <laughs> uh, can I tell it? <laughs> without, I know, without um, compromising others. <laughs> but let's just put it this way. I had no clue that the... Uh, because my energy was so high. And it has always been high. You guys yeah. know that, right? Uh, you, you've known me for, for a while. I didn't realize that a lot of times it was substance induced for a lot of oh. people. Yeah. And... and um, and I felt yeah. really betrayed months yeah. later when I found out because I really thought that oh my god I it's found a tribe, yeah. you know, and uh, and uh, yeah. yeah, so it didn't come from the same place. I don't know. Maybe it did. Do you see? This is the thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. that it's I, hard then to say it for them. You know yeah. what I mean? You yeah. Well, the good thing is I don't talk to them anymore. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I don't, I, no, that's not true. I, I do, if I see them, I'll probably like yeah. say hello. But, but uh, you know, I, I had no clue. Yeah. I was very naive also. Yeah. All mm-hmm. I wanted to do was yeah. to dance and, because, yeah. I mean, I, I just shifted. Mm-hmm. I just shifted. And it, of course, freaked out a lot of people mm. my family I mean mm. what happened to this person who had a path towards perhaps yeah. one day being a director of a multinational company or something yeah. like yeah, that yeah, you yeah, know yeah. and then suddenly boom you know she's on the streets dancing yeah that means you're smarter <laughs> you know and you know really seriously I was doing performance <laughs> art suddenly yeah. with no background in, in, in art suddenly yeah. I was doing performance art I was doing you know, and then and then I remember Roy Alvarez, and this was really, I would say, one of the uh, he blesses soul also. Uh, he invited me to dance for a performance piece that he was doing mm. called Sokmo, and it's a beautiful performance yeah. piece about like the this this man and his he was so full of anger that everything around him died. Mm-hmm. You know, and and then he sees this this maiden, mm-hmm. and. And you know, he the, he felt something for the maiden, but he knew that everything would die mm. yeah. around him. So it, the story wow. revolved around that. Was yeah. it a song? Was it a? And it was a performance poetry piece. Oh, okay. How and nice. then um, it was so beautiful because when he invited me, I I had no clue. I was yeah. working a bit with him with with Earthian magazine that my my dear dear cousin put up, and that's how we got to know each other and yeah. also Chin Chin at that time so so we would see each other quite a bit and we would go up, up to Manahao yeah. uh, so so he invited me to do this dance and it just so happened that 
that Shin Shin was in, involved in the production as well. Yeah. And um and he wanted me to to play the part of the maiden basically yeah. like as he was telling the story of of him seeing the maiden and I come and and do movement for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just so happened that he had also invited Ate Grace, Grace Mono. Okay. To do the chanting for that. Mm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and Mike Tupas um who's a drum master. Uh, to do the the instruments for it. Yeah. And and I would say that they, Queen Mike and Atta Grace, um, really shifted me. And, mm. uh, you know, I, it would be, it, it, you know, really like picked me up from the streets and brought me to, to mm. the, somewhere else, you yeah. know. Um, that sounds so dramatic, you know. Para naman akong taong kaya. Hindi naman, no? Um, but, you know, they, they, they took the street performance, Donna, and kind of like refined it and, yeah. and facilitated a growth there. Because, yeah. like, with, with Kuya Mike, he started inviting me to give workshops, and this was, you know, early 2000s, to give movement workshops in the arts festivals in, yeah. in Palawan, yeah. in Puerto Princesa, mm-hmm. the Pagdiwata Festival. And Ate Grace invited me to be part of of some of her concerts to do movement for mm-hmm. her, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So that really shifted because mm-hmm. then I got exposed to, especially with Ate Grace, I got exposed to our tribal elders yeah. and to, to indigenous music. Yeah. And, and that deepened my my own movement practice. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, this was all happening, imagine, in the year 2000. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at the same time... Um, yeah, it was really interesting because that performance piece of Roy Alvarez was at the CCP. So imagine for I'm not I, I don't deal. have any training in dance, and yeah. then suddenly CCP suddenly an earthquake made me dance, and then suddenly a few months <laughs> later I was dancing, doing movement yeah. for, for this beautiful piece at the CCP, and I'm like yeah, that's crazy. Ooh, okay, again miracles. Yeah, you know, instantaneous wish fulfillment, mm-hmm. yeah. because that I knew I knew the moment I danced. Mm. When the earthquake happened, yeah. this is what I wanted to yeah. do, mm. to move. Yeah. Um, I found, well, yeah, I mean, I found mentors and the mentors met, and the mentors found me and in a lot of uh, very, very brilliant ways. And I remember this one guy, it was a concert of Ate Grace at the... Folk Arts Theater, I mm-hmm. think it was, and and I wasn't dancing at that time, but but uh, I went, mm-hmm. and I was moving in my seat, you mm-hmm. know, as I was watching, and the guy beside me just goes, looks at me, and then he goes, you know, you should really meet my mom, <laughs> and of course, in my oh, mind, I was like, in my mind, I was like, aren't you too fast, boy? Yeah. <laughs> and then he gave me a what? number. He yeah. gave me a number and it was really the number of his mom. So, <laughs> who was the mom? Um, the mom. Okay, so I I called the mom. Her yeah. name is Riza. Yeah. Um, Riza Regis, who is a, uh, you know, I didn't know the at the time. Her. I didn't know at that time that she was a crystal healer and and mm, a movement okay. facilitator, yeah, yeah, yeah. movement meditation facilitator. I didn't know at that time, but I did call her up and. And um, and it was beautiful because because we tried to meet so many times but it didn't happen and yeah. then one day in 
in there was a full moon festival. This yeah. was in the year two thousand. Yeah. 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 Um, in in the now defunct the COD <laughs> the Earth Life the Earth Life I forgot what it's called oh my God I'm so sorry COD yes in Cubao in Cubao oh, yeah, yeah there was a place called Earth Life okay yeah a long time ago. again okay this totally dates me I'm 43 guys but <laughs> <laughs> so it's like We're not too far away from each other <laughs> okay good. so so yeah so it was it was interesting there was a full moon festival and um. And then I was drawn to this one lady after a lot of movement, after a lot of, you know, music and just free form and all of that. And I went to this one lady because I something just drew yeah. me to her. And yeah. I just, you know, spontaneously did a namaste yeah. to her and she did the same. And then I left. Yeah. And then the next day, I get a call from Riza. Yeah. And she goes, were you at the full moon party? Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you happen to to do like a a gesture to a woman? <laughs> yes, that was me. Like, you know, it's like you, you feel like you're being caught for something. Yeah, I was like, yes, that was, and then she goes, that was me, and then immediately, you know, after after like a whole month of trying to meet, immediately yeah. I knew I had to drive yeah. to her place, yeah. and and I was very very blessed because. I became the regret, basically, oh. of this beautiful circle of women mm. who were twice my age mm-hmm. at that yeah. time. I was I was early twenties, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and um, I was twenty three, twenty four at mm-hmm. that time, and and they became my mentors. Yeah. There was Livia Martinez mm-hmm. who became my movement mentor as mm-hmm. well, and and uh, I mean. The other people in that circle really just welcomed me so much, you yeah. know. I, I, it's this young 23-year-old who was very idealistic yeah. and, uh, and wide-eyed. Yeah. And, and yeah, so we would go to Banahao. Yeah. Which leads me now to the yoga story. So because movement is yoga. Yeah. yeah. And this is what I'm trying to say. It yoga for me didn't start on the mat. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it started way, way before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it it was there when I was dancing on the street. It was there, you know, when I had a broken heart. It was yeah. there. It was always there. Anytime I went back in and integrated inside me. Yeah. You know, and and united with that stillness, that nuance, that mm-hmm. eye of the heart. Yeah, I know that that is yoga. Mm-hmm. And so, so we went to Mount Banaho. Yeah. Um. You know, at that time, uh, there were two yoga teachers uh, in the year two thousand. And they had actually invited me to join their yoga classes at that yeah. time because they they had just brought in. Um, David Life and, and yeah. what's, her, what's his partner's name? Sharon. Sharon yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They. I don't think it was even called Shivamukti at that yeah. time. And I was so blessed that they they invited me to yeah. to kind of staff for that event. Who are the teachers? Um, at the time it was Sandy and Host. It's always Sandy. Yeah, and Yeah, because they were the, they, <laughs> they were, were the first. They were. I wouldn't say the first. Well, but the first the, one na parang. They really brought yeah. it forward. For yeah. sure. I, I also had that impression that they were the first, but then, I mean, Meron, I uh, mean, Sinariza were already practicing yoga at that yeah. time. Yeah. Um, uh, 
you know, but it wasn't. Yeah. They didn't uh, it, say there was no, no shala. No, they did. Ah, okay. But there was no like Sinasanian who's really they had the brought space it. Here. Yeah. I used to, to attend Kirtan's but in Jose's house before. Yeah. So so they they invited me to take the yoga classes, and it was really such a great experience for me because. I had no clue what asanas were, yeah. mm-hmm. and I had such a freaking hard time. I mean, really, it <laughs> yeah. was like, what the hell is this? I have to control my movement. <laughs> you know, and not only that, you know, it was like, why is it that when I dance, I do the same thing yeah. that I can do. so easily, Yeah. but when I am in a map practice with all of this, it's like... I can't. It's yeah. just too <laughs> difficult. Yeah. My body was didn't feel like it was. I know my body. I, I will say it plainly. My body was not strong enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yet when I was dancing, I was it's all light enough to do the yeah. same stuff. Yeah. So anyway, um, I had fun with that for a while. Maybe I took maybe a, a total of five classes with them, and that kind of stayed with me. Yeah. yeah. As what yoga was. Yeah. But for me, my yoga, my practice was really movement yeah. as meditation from the very beginning yeah. mm-hmm. it was always an embodiment practice yeah. and and uh, meeting my mentors just deepened that because yeah. like Riza studied with Gabrielle Roth five rhythms and Livia was uh, was a dynamic meditation facilitator uh-huh. uh, from from Osho's lineage you know yeah. so they were doing all of these movement stuff already yeah. And then I went to Mount Banahao. Mm-hmm. And this is, I think, one of the most crucial things. So yeah. so thank you, uh, listeners, also for <laughs> for taking this journey with me because yeah. I haven't spoken about this in a long time. Uh-huh. Um, in Mount Banahao, there was... Uh, so, so we went to visit, and there was this one woman, beautiful, white-haired lady, short, yeah. white-haired. And in front of a church, she just touched the back of my head and she said, breathe, mm-hmm. breathe into my hands, breathe into the back of, of your body. Mm-hmm. And then I was breathing and going into these asanas right there in front of this small church, you know, in Mount Banahao. Mm-hmm. And it was such a sacred experience for me. Mm-hmm. And that, that, my practice. Yeah. I mean that breathing. Who was falling. this girl? Her name is Shai Misa. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> yeah. And and Shai became my first like real I mean not 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 to how do I say this without without discredit. Yeah, you not know to not to discredit like yeah. Sani and Hose yeah, or anything. Yeah. Um, they were my friends. Yeah. Who taught you? Who taught me yoga? Yeah. You know. But but Shai, I would say, would be my my first yeah. yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I mean, I and and I'm really really very blessed. Again, I will say that I'm blessed to to have also had Sandy and Hose yeah. because because they showed me. A, a different perspective yeah. mm-hmm. and it's beautiful also Sadney and I still still once in a while message each other and host sometimes you know we, we still talk and yeah. yeah you know but but really shy who is my first yoga teacher mm-hmm. and and you know 
but she's she's from Boston. Okay. Boston. Was she in Boston at that time? She was in New Hampshire. And so she would only come to the Philippines maybe three, four months of the year. And so from the year 2000 onwards, I would only see her once a year and take maybe two or three um, classes with her. But like two or three hours of of privates. And and sometimes we would just do one or two asanas. Mm. But really breathing, falling, falling into the back body, softening the belly, mm. going into like all of these poses, but coming from this, this softness, softness, you know, and, and it was very much, uh, very complementary to, to Your the movement, movement practicing, yeah. mm-hmm. I was practicing, and Shai's teacher is Angela Farmer. Yeah who is my beloved elder. Mm-hmm. She is my beloved elder, my beloved teacher. Mm-hmm. And this is why I go to Greece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because okay. of Angela and, you know, and of course her partner, Victor Van Kooten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angela and Victor really, they, their yoga respects so much the deep feminine principles. Um, and the body's, how do you put this? The energies of the body. Mm-hmm. And, and so from the very beginning, my yoga has always been very That's energetic. what it's been about. Yeah. From the beginning, yeah. it's not... And then I kind of understood, oh, okay, that's why I could do these things in dance. Yeah. But if you put me in like a, a you know, specific yoga styles yeah yeah. yeah because because it was not for me mm-hmm. yeah you know i i come from a very energetic flow and yeah. you know where the energy goes the muscles follow mm-hmm. you that you were very much in the yin at some point yeah. right yeah that's how we yeah. met like the first time <laughs> yes. we did was yoga for life yes in uh, Eco Yoga in Perea. Yes. <laughs> and then that's how we knew you. Like, uh, you were the first to teach Yin. Yeah. For Yoga us. for Life? I think in general, like... In general! I think, I'm not sure if you were, but the first okay. time I heard about Yin was for you. Okay, let's just put it this way. I was not the first Yin teacher yeah. ever Here. certified in the Philippines, yeah. but yeah. Um, I... Okay, you tried to push it a lot. Right? I, yeah. it, it you brought was, it out. Yeah. Let's just put it this way. I focused my teaching on it. Yeah. My practice was movement. Yeah. My practice was always free flow yoga. Yeah. You know, really coming deep into myself yeah. and allowing that to be the starting point of, of movement and yeah. asana. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and, I have to admit that it's not at that time. It's it was not easy for me to share that aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm 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 very much a nerd. I mean, that's why yeah. in the year two thousand and two, I even went to the states to take some master, um, like to to take a semester, uh, with the Institute of Transpersonal Psychology. This yeah. was in yeah. two thousand and two, focusing on the somatic track mm-hmm. yeah you know so I was already doing somatics in 2002 yeah uh, and and 
but I had no language to share yeah. the yoga that I was practicing and yin was the closest to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why I focused my practice yeah. on I might not my practice, my teaching. teaching. Yeah. And and I found I found that it was a very good structured way mm-hmm. of um sharing the lineage of Angela. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the soft belly yoga, the mm-hmm. really going because there was time. Yeah. You know, intrinsic to the yin practice as we know it today yeah. is, uh, you know, there was time. Yeah. Uh, and then yin got more rigid and rigid. At that time, there was still, it, it was still beginning, you know, yeah. and, and I found that to be so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Has it changed? Since? I would say, yeah, because now when you say yin yoga, there's, it's like, parang, but I mean, in a way, it's, it's very well defined. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. come to the point of being yeah. well defined. Yeah. And uh, but we forget that yin is a principle. Yeah. Yin is a principle. It yeah. is not a name. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just like vinyasa yeah. is a principle. Yeah. It is the proper order of things. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's not a style of yoga. Yeah. yeah. You know, we forget that it's not breath and movement done together. It's not do your vinyasa. It's like a, uh, a yeah. down dog up the. I really yeah. love that you're saying this so bad. Yeah, it's I, true. Though. I, I'm it's true. I'm sorry, but yeah. I have been saying this from the beginning. Yeah, from it's true. When when I started really being out there and teaching. Yeah. You know, we forget that yeah. we forget that ashtanga mm. is 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 not a style of yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the philosophy. That yeah. Limbs, yeah. Yeah, exactly mm. that. You I know? think the labels have gotten in the way a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because, right? The parang, this style is better than this, and parang. It, for something, for a practice as, that, that wants to unite yeah. you as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Why do we divide? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why it's do true. we have labels and differentiation? Yeah, I mean, I understand. You can say I'm from the lineage of this. Just yeah. you know, be what it's about. Yeah, yeah to think. honor, to yeah. honor your elders. Mm. Um, and I am very, 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 very. I mean, from the very beginning, I've always said I am from the lineage of of Angela Farmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and um, even though I just started studying directly with her in the year two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I couldn't postpone it anymore because, yeah. uh, well, this year she's 81, you know, mm. she's 81. Mm. And so... I love it and still, like, yeah. super teaching and... Yeah, it's and, great. She, and it's really very different. And uh, I, I go to her women's retreats twice a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this October I'm going to, because she'll be teaching in the U.S., but I'm going to go to Greece to study with Victor mm-hmm. Van Kooten. Yeah. Uh, they they co-teach as well, yes. so yeah. so I'm very excited for that because I've never studied with Victor yeah. as just him, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so so this is this is really the the for me it's it's the energetics of it. It's rooting, going back to the earth, receiving, being present enough to receive. Being able to come into yourself and allow yourself to unfold, unwind, undo. We are doing yoga. Why are we doing mm. 
it's for me my experience is it's not a doing it's an undoing mm -hmm. it's it's the when when you raise your arms you're not raising your arms you're yeah. letting the muscles mm. the fibers of your muscles go yeah so that your arm just shoots up so yeah. that energy flows and yeah. keeps your arm up yeah has nothing to do with for me yeah okay yeah. it has you know the, the force of muscles are working but for me yeah. it's really that energy yeah. flow yeah. how can we move forward in a forward fold by going back 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 into the body yeah how can we fall into an uttanasana mm. you know and how can we rise from that by f grounding mm -hmm. yeah you know when we say i mean we hear a lot of people say root to rise yeah are you really yeah, experiencing yeah, yeah. that in the yeah. body and that is my exploration yeah. Where is this rooting happening? How do my heels spin into the earth yeah. and create this beautiful opposition of a spinning inward maybe of my heels and my outer heels are, or my inner heels are spinning outward and then my, my, the balls of my feet are doing the same so that I can basically stand on this earth like a cosmic egg. Yeah. Yeah. you know and just be part of that mm -hmm. how can i open up the energy channels in my body without the harsh pranayama that we are practicing now mm -hmm. i mean our nostrils have so many very very sensitive yeah. parts yeah. why are we pressing onto them like mm -hmm. why are we bullying ourselves yeah into enlightenment, mm -hmm. you know, it's, into yeah. an asana, into a pranayama. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is my exploration. Yeah. yeah, it's it's funny because today in our sutra we were we we're doing teacher training. Oh yeah, yeah. and so congratulations, guys! So I mean, that, that's yeah. amazing. But really, yeah. I'm so you. you know <laughs> elated to yeah. see that. But today we were talking about uh, the involution. No? So yeah. when you were saying undoing, that was our topic today. Like, yeah, that's what we talked about today. Um, when 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 we talk about, um, you know, the yoga practice is it's not an evolution because that's what we did as human beings. Mm -hmm. So we involute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We go back to the unmanifest because you know when we manifest, that's us being here, and then when we practice yoga, we unmanifest everything. Mm -hmm. So it's going back in in such a way that it's not really about keeping on putting things out there and out there mm -hmm. and out there but the reverse you know so i, I really like resonated with what Me you also. were saying and if you attend our classes you will see that how how this has changed us a lot in the last yeah. years as well because yeah. we are not the Chaturanga upward dog downward facing oh, dog people I'm anymore. <laughs> Any, I love that anymore. Oh, yeah. You know, and I yeah. love the fact that that you recognize that there mm -hmm. is a transformation in your yeah. practice as well. And I think it's important, like especially for us. Like there's so many teachers out there, which is I think a great thing because yoga needs to be shared also, right? Yeah. But then I think there's a lack of parang going back to what it's about it's like yeah. what are you teaching do you know what i mean yeah. so parang even when kumara they practice teach them like yeah. what is this about are you yeah. creating experience or are you giving them a workout are you 
right? So parang sangkata intention. Yeah. yeah. So intention? like, how are you sharing the practice in a way that will connect them to them? At the end of the day, though, Rihanna and Ben, I mean, you guys are teacher trainers, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I had the courage, but uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, you know what we do when I'm at Angela's, and we we fondly call it an untraining yeah yeah no uh, yeah. you know it's, it's, it's a good this way is decertification really. that's really yeah. a good um, way to look at it yeah and and the tr- in in my experience the first job of a teacher is to practice exactly oh my gosh that's exactly. the, that's the my first job <laughs> that is what i bark at them yeah. every day yeah. yeah and the practice i don't bark by the way yeah. <laughs> And and the practice is not ninety minutes or seventy five yeah. minutes. I mean, I I know you guys own a studio and everything, yeah. but yeah, yeah. really, who said it has to be seventy five yeah. or ninety? It's again that that economic yeah. mentality yeah. of we're of, adjusting to the material world. Yeah, you have to wear. Yeah, but what if you only have ten minutes? Yeah. I mean, David is one oh, example yeah. of that kind of person yeah. who... Hi, David. Um, <laughs> hi, David. David is the kind of person who who can take 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. And I could see his bhakti. I could see his devotion mm-hmm. in that practice. Yeah. And if he had an hour and a half, I could see that he would do an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah I mean... I emphasize that a lot also. Yeah. Right? If you listen to our past podcast i'm like you really cannot disregard it's not an all or nothing yeah it's like if it's not an hour you won't practice at all right yeah. so parang a little bit of 10 minutes is better than no Nothing practice at all, at all. Yeah. so don't yeah. disregard yeah. the 10 minutes five minutes eight minutes 15 yeah. minutes you have to like really connect because if yeah. you're not you're not yeah. What you're supposed to be about if you yeah. teach you, or just breathe if you only have yeah. the twenty breath. seconds. Yeah. Oh yeah, you sat for a breath. Mm. And this is this is really I think um, yeah I know I took and again thank you listeners for listening to my <laughs> yoga story. I know I took a long time to get here, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, and I hope that you you you, you that 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 you're also here with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it it it's really that you know that internal practice yeah. yeah and and for me a big part of that is honoring the feminine mm-hmm. the feminine principle of receiving yeah receiving softening finding yeah. that strength in softness mm-hmm. that yeah. that fluidity within the form that yeah. grace and that groundedness you know for me a big part of it is that and just receiving being being courageous enough to stay with one part of the body mm-hmm. and to listen yeah. to its yes to its no i mean i have to thank another teacher of mine binky mm. for 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 really helping me embody that yeah. as yeah. well you know um the, the the body gives consent and yeah. sometimes we have to wait that's why yeah. it is an undoing yeah. we cannot yeah. bully that's so important. Our bodies into being, yeah. into doing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I meant. Like you know, we can just become more of who we are right there on the mat, yeah. right there in life when you're having oh coffee. My gosh. Louder for the people in the back, please. <laughs> <laughs> At the front. At the, the front. Really <laughs> true. And I think at some point, like me, I'm going on. I'm like, I've been teaching for like nearly a decade already, and it's like. 
you have to change somehow. Like if yeah. you have to, if you teach the same way you've taught in the first few years yeah. of your teaching, it's like, where are you going to go? It's yeah. like, is it going to be the same the whole time? And I think it's so inspiring to hear that from you because parang, I think we resonate with yeah. it a lot because being around pretty long, um, you have to change. I think there's no choice. I think the evolution happens. Yeah. And the evolution will happen. I mean, mm. especially in your terms, you know, if you go into your involution. Yeah. And, uh, like, right now, I'm very focused on evolutionary leadership. Yeah. And really, how do we... Uh, how do we bring the future today? Yeah. Uh, I have, I have like, I'm following some great teachers in that very yeah. grounded very yeah. academic as well yeah. like PhDs yeah, yeah. In, in evolutionary consciousness and yeah. all that um, because I I'm, I can get very mental as well yeah and uh, and, it, and and it's it's really beautiful it, mm-hmm. as a woman though yeah I go back to get in touch with your womb mm-hmm. you know yeah and that's where I focus yeah. when I do teach yeah. your womb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the maternal one. <laughs> I'm so sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And the beautiful thing is we have both principles in us. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we have to turn up the, yeah. the feminine. Oh, yeah. We have to turn up the masculine. Yeah. We need more of that now. Yeah. We the, the yin and the yang, they need to dance. Yeah. There is no balance is not fifty fifty. Yeah. It's a moving center. I agree. Exactly. You know, there are I mean the reason why the yin and yang is curvy inside is because you know there are various yeah. permutations of what what balance is, what yeah. harmony is mm-hmm. for the moment. Hindisha so, still. Hindisha yeah. still. Yeah. So so a big part of the practice is how do I empty myself and be present enough so that I can respond to yeah. the here and now mm-hmm. in the best way I can. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from the eye of the yeah. heart. Yeah. You know, and and yeah, so there is that aspect. The womb, for me, I'm, I feel very blessed to be a woman because then I can flow with my menstrual flow. And, and you know, in a way, when I do teach now, yeah. I, I really focus on yeah. that. Like uh, mm-hmm. um, a yoga practice, a movement practice, a lifestyle practice mm-hmm. yeah. centered on the flow. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about um, this uh, work. We have time. (laughs) Just a little bit more. Just for the perspective of those who haven't met you before. Because in 2015, in 2015, uh, so you started with Angela Farmer. Yes. uh, Officially training. But yeah, I don't that, know if it's training. I would say okay, I. I'm training. I would I I went there for me. It wasn't yeah. a training because in fact a lot of times whenever I would come back, people would ask me, "So what did you learn? What are you gonna teach?" Yeah. It's like I don't go there to learn. Yeah. Something that I could teach. No, I I Just go you there go for, for yourself. You know, I go there to. It was my. It's my sanctuary. Yeah. It's, it I break down. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's. Yeah. That's where I can yeah. I can shatter. Before that, and um, so you were doing yin, but you were also doing a lot of women's yes. work for like women's bodies. Yeah, since two thousand and twelve. Since two thousand and twelve. Yeah. Um, can you talk to the listeners about what you've done pre- before? Like, we see, we I I used to see a lot of, uh, and you still do like work on like eating for your cycle, your menstrual cycle. Yeah. That's still part of it. Yeah. But what what does it 
parang what is like the package that you I wouldn't say package so service oriented but what does it uh, involve like working with women's bodies how do you uh, how do you use embodiment to make people more aware of that? Uh, it's it's very okay this is this is very simple yeah. I when I when I do women's well-being workshops I come from several perspectives yeah okay uh, the physiological perspective, mm -hmm. okay, what's happening in the body, what's happening in your womb when you are menstruating and all yeah. of that. And that, of course, includes the hormonal health perspective. Yeah. yeah. You know, the interplay of your estrogen and progesterone and yeah. testosterone at different phases. Yeah. Which, of course, affect your psycho-emotional mm. states. Yeah. So I yeah. take a psycho-emotional um, perspective as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And also bringing in... The, the TCM, Traditional Chinese Medicine yeah. Perspective, which I learned, of course, from, from, from yeah. Kit. Uh, from Kit, yeah. Yeah, from Dr. Kit. Yeah. Yeah, from Dr. Kit. Oh. And I, I bless him. I, I really, really, really learned so much from him. Yeah. Uh, and from the Yin practice yeah. also with, with, with Chicheng. And, and so bringing these perspectives together, uh, a woman's body shifts with every face. Yeah of the cycle you know yeah. I don't want to say that we are only biologically de determined because yeah. we can make choices yeah you know okay my body is naturally going uh, you know I'm naturally externalizing these days because yeah. I just finished my period I can go against that mm. or let's say during my period whenever it's my period I, I really really go inside yeah. me yeah. and I rest yeah. I take so much time to rest mm. but what if I have an energy management course and that has happened many times yeah. so how do I now go with my flow yeah the, yeah. the, the menstrual cycle which yeah. I called it my inner moon yeah. Yeah. yeah and 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 honor that honor where my body is and still be able to 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 do the things that I absolutely have to do. Yeah. You know? And and how do I take in, let's say, the the focus that comes naturally after ovulation? Yeah. How do I now take that focus? What kinds of activities are apt for that? Mm -hmm. You know, when I'm ovulating, that's the best time to do yeah. meetings and presentations where I need to express myself because when we're yeah. ovulating, we're naturally more communicative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Plus, women get more attractive when they're ovulating, <laughs> you know, because the, the blood goes to the skin and then you're rosier. a little more yeah, natural flush. Yeah. You're a little more symmetrical. Yeah, you're more symmetrical and not only that, they is. say that our brain, <laughs> the, the left and the right hemisphere, also communicate mm, better, better during that time. Yeah. You know, so if we don't know these things, mm. then then the very foundation, one of the foundations of us being women, yeah. it's lost. Yeah. You know, so how can we allow our bodies to support it? Yeah. Because what is the downside to that? If we do not allow that, then we experience all of these imbalances that we feel right before a period or during our period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, all of these symptoms, unless they're like, yung talagang medical na in nature, no? But, yes. but these symptoms, like let's say, have, you know, cramping, dysmenorrhea, yeah. uh, you know, breast tenderness, yeah. these are all just information. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So when people ask me, "What do you do?" Uh, I'm I'm an interpreter. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's what I do. I just translate what your body is yeah. telling yeah. you until such time that you can understand the language yeah. of your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you tell me the color of your period and and mm. the consistency and all of yeah. that, yeah. then I can, I can have an idea yeah. of what yeah. patterns. Yeah. You know you. The, what patterns are going on and then we can create like uh, a program almost almost like a program mm-hmm. but, but let's just call it like ways of ways of living you yeah. know how do you eat how yeah. do you move how do you sleep yeah how, wh- what what's your libido level yeah yeah you know i mean yeah. down to how, how does your partner approach you yeah. you know or how can <laughs> you be approached yeah. how do you train your partner to approach you yeah. yeah you know um because our libido also changes yeah and and how do you how do you plan your productivity mm. at work according to to the flow of your your cycle as mm-hmm. well because you can use that as a support mm. No, so there are many ways to it. It's often because I think when you talk about period, the mothers, we talk about that there's stigma all the time, and it's often seen as a negative yeah. thing, right? Yeah, there's a lot of shame around it. Yeah, I, I will, I will say now that there's a lot of shame yeah. around women's body parts. I mean, oh. let's say cunt, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Cunt. Cunt. Okay. You know? I mean... You know what? I wish I could talk about I get... men's, but I don't have any. <laughs> I always, you know, I always tell people to get, you, know, you should get the menstrual cups because they're better than... Yeah. Gladly promote them. I gladly promote them. Yeah. I, I really want also to for people to talk about, you know, Women's bodies, women's parts. Yeah, because it's important. Even women. I mean, I'm I'm shocked at how some women don't want to talk about. My whole period, life, you go through it, and then know. I can't talk about. It. I like, tell you, yes. Okay, sorry. Yeah, people are like that. And yeah. this is it. It's one of the most subtle violences against women. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you now. Yeah. To make us feel shame. Exactly. Five yeah. days. Yeah. Of a month. They'll yeah. tell you TMI, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, you know. Okay? It happens. Yeah, that was the there are also more women on earth. <laughs> yeah, and, and precisely also because our period is a blessing. Yeah. It's a way our body detoxifies. Yeah. It's our health history. You see, yeah. because we have a cycle, we are more sensitive. Yeah. And it's a monthly cycle, so it's more, you know, yeah. parang um expanded. Uh, yeah. Yeah, with with men it's you know, I, I've never been a man in this <laughs> lifetime, so so um I, I, what I understand, it's more daily, you know, the the cycles of, like, mm-hmm. let's say, testosterone is high in the morning. Daily. And then, I'm yeah. thinking about it. I, yeah, I think it, I, all throughout the day, yes, you will, like, experience... Ups and downs. Uh, ups and downs. Yeah. But for, I, I, you know, I can't really concur because yeah. I am, I've yeah. never been a man. <laughs> in, you know, at least not in this conscious lifetime. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I've been a man elsewhere. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Another time. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have this like, um, cycle. Yeah. And we are more sensitive because of this cycle yeah. to the imbalances of rhythm. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. we feel it. It's not because we're complaining. It's yeah. because we are actually more sensitive to it because yeah. there is a certain rhythm that is that, that we are very aware of. It's yeah. tangible. So it comes yeah. out of us. Yeah. But let's not. We we often focus just on menstruation, and this was also something that I did for a long time. Maybe for the first. 
five to six years of the way I was teaching it, yeah. I was focusing on regla, regla, regla. Yeah. <laughs> you know, pahinga ka pag may regla. Yeah. You know, and I still do that because it's important. It's what we see. But yeah. let's talk about ovulation. Yeah. I mean, we don't even think about ovulation unless we want to have to kids. have kids yeah, or not true. have kids. Or not have yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So true. it's still very much about reproduction. Yeah. yeah. And then again, we go back to you do it regardless. Yeah, this is this is a woman, and it's all about reproductivity. Yeah. And therefore, pag wala na siyang reproductivity, hindi na siya productive. Then the cycle of yeah. of that. I mean, I, you know, I can go on and on about yeah. about women's issues. <laughs> yeah. So I won't. I will, we will focus. have you back to talk about all of these. Ah, uh, thank you. I would have lots of women's issues. Yeah. yeah. But with ovulation, for example, people just go, you know for you know okay uh, over the counter contraceptives and yeah. stuff I am not against any of these yeah personally would I use it no okay. why because mm. they pills cut off your body's yeah. communication with your endocrine system mm. yes Good. Yeah. You know, it's not bioidentical. Yeah. But what is more important about that is we need to ovulate as women. Yeah. When we are on the pill, we don't ovulate. Yeah. Even if you say I'm menstruating, that's not real menstruation. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So so we're not ovulating, and what we are missing out on is the progesterone after ovulation, mm-hmm. because ovulation allows us to produce these the, the progesterone and progesterone is you know the, the hormonal cocktail after ovulation is so important for our heart health yeah. our bone health and okay. our breast health okay. it's not a reproductive issue it's yeah. a health issue yeah. mm-hmm. it's a well-being issue mm-hmm. again of course all you know as I'm I'm very passionate about this. Yeah, could yeah. it's it's fascinating. Yeah. I I haven't heard anything in detail about progesterone ever before. Mm. This they, conversation. It's very limited because so of the way limited. they talk about women and the yeah. reproductive system. Like it's only for yeah. if you want babies or not. This yeah. is the only relevance. Yeah. There is the or. Yeah period or not yeah. or ovulation so I mean, even yeah. our movement has to change because mm. I mean okay now when you have your period uh, there are certain asanas that are you say that we cannot do and stuff mm. um but truth be told every phase of our cycle is a different hormonal cocktail mm-hmm. and our bodies change as well yeah. like for example when we're ovulating the the quality of our ligaments are different Mm, okay. You know, so Are you more uh, flexible or um it's just different. You become more prone to injury basically. Okay. Uh you know, so so there are certain kinds of movement yeah. that are more apt yeah. Yeah. For, for certain phases of the cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and nobody tells us that. I mean I wish that one of my one of my goals is really to yeah. to like for younger younger yeah. girls like my, my daughter yeah. how to how to bring them through this rites of passage yeah. so that they do not experience the pain the, the pain and the shame yeah. and the guilt and they learn earlier on yeah. that PMS is optional mm. that you have to be informed about you know your your contraceptive yeah. preferences like mm-hmm. what I said I'm not against anything but yeah. get informed yes. what is it really doing to your body yeah. and the thing is it's also a portal to spirituality yeah. and I will say this now okay 
I am a fierce advocate of myself. Mm-hmm. And by saying myself, it's self-care. Yeah. You know, not me as Donna, but yeah. the self-care that we do. Yeah. And self-care without us looking at the menstrual cycle yeah. is not complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what else is not complete for me in my experience? Mm-hmm. The mindfulness practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mindfulness mm-hmm. practice for me is ha- has to bring our cycles into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a big thing. Yeah, it's because a, a lot of the gurus, a, a lot of the gurus we know today, they've never had their period. Exactly. A lot of the asanas are 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 done without mentions of mentioning without mentioning the breasts. Yeah. You know, I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. We have to begin to, yeah. to to start the conversation yeah. about it. Start the conversation. Bring it. When we are menstruating, our discernment, we become clearer. Mm-hmm. What we yeah. want to let go of, what no longer serves us, becomes so clear if we only go deep, deep, deep within, listen, and receive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, and for that to happen... We need to give it time and space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. That's very beautiful. And that brings you, bring, well, at least in my experience and the experience of a lot of women, a lot of my sisters all over the world as well, that it brings us to a very deep and grounded, earthy, yeah. earthy space of spirituality. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I think we need to have you in another session because we we I haven't even touched upon your daloy. The, the oh my god! god. Yeah. And, uh, and the things <coughs> that you are up to in the now, last. I'd few love years. to talk about evolutionary leadership yeah. as well because yeah. as human beings, we there is a. We need to change our stories. We need to rewrite, mm. not only rewrite, but we need to write our, our future and yeah. bring in the indigenous practices as well and really look at it from a, a, you know, a consciousness wherein, imagine, okay, let's just put it this way. Imagine if we have the reverence whenever we eat a carrot yeah. and realize that, wow, it took what three months for that carrot, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. How many hands? How much land? Yeah. How many people brought that carrot? Yeah. What took mm-hmm. that carrot yeah. there? Yeah. On your table, and if we can have that kind of, of thinking that my ancestors mm. allowed me to be who I am today, yeah. and I am also an an ancestor for the future generations. Yeah. You know. And and this I've learned from a from a, um, Anna Lou Smitsman who I'm following very very closely yeah. studying her work as well. And and it's so beautiful <clears throat> and how we can rewrite it and how we can be you know, we can we can basically shift and create new stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. and that that I'm very passionate about that yeah. and and um, again it all boils down to inner work yeah, yeah. 
I well, know. We'll have to have you again soon. Are you, you're traveling again? Yeah, but I'll weeks. be here in, in the weekend okay. <laughs> of September. Yeah. So when you're here, are there things that uh, do you do classes or do you do like yeah. one-on-one work? I do one-on-one work. Yeah. Uh, I facilitate women's circles. Yeah. Um, so my Instagram is mindbodydonna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that and inner moon wellbeing. Yeah. So I have two Instagrams. Uh, and... I usually I have two women's immersions okay. a year, so it's a two day immersion, okay. uh, one in March and one in September. Okay. okay. But also I I am not doing one this September okay. because I am honoring my inner process, and I know that in my current inner process, it is not the right time for me to hold other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have right now the emotional bandwidth for yeah. that. And, and I've, that's something yeah. that I have to acknowledge. That's important to learn mm. as a teacher also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I do give, yeah. uh, you know, these immersions twice a year. Yeah. I facilitate workshops in women's circles mm-hmm. uh, yeah. here and, and also like in Greece or wherever I'm invited yeah. <laughs> or yeah. whatever festival invites yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so that would be where I'm at at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Nothing scheduled, no events coming up for you yet no. that are open. Okay. That's no, <laughs> no, because I, like what I said, I am not, yeah. um, I have to honor yeah. my space yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, I am, I'm, I work a lot. Yeah. The yeah. energy management courses that I have. Yeah. Right now is really keeping me, you know, busy and yeah. less beyond measure yeah. for that. Uh, really helping people become more of who they are. Yeah. And fully, fiercely, and unapologetically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. So I'm busy with that, and okay. but I can be reached. Yeah. You know, uh, mind body Donna. Yeah. Is that the Instagram. best place to get in, tr- in touch? That's with the you? only place I'm at <laughs> right now. <laughs> So we'll, we'll put that I am no the, Facebook guys. Yeah. So yeah. if there are any, <laughs> no, no. Okay, I have Facebook. It's just right it's now private. in my personal. Yeah. Where yeah. I am right now, maybe tomorrow I might activate it again. Yeah. But right now, I'm I'm not. We'll put the link to Donna's Instagram in the description of this blog, and we hope you will be fun, fierce, and apologetic for our... Unapologetic! Unapologetic! I'm apologetic! Apologetic. I'm apologetic for that. For our... This is so funny because I I did a... I did a campaign for Skechers before. They were like, what do you want to say for your tagline? And I said, be unapologetically you. That's why it's nice that you said it. So mine is really fully, fiercely unapologetic. I love it. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I very much resonate with the Magdalene energy, and I mm. think she's one of those women who really embodied that. She was yeah. full, fierce, and unapologetic. Yeah. So, yay, you. Mary Magdalene. So, we will not have no problems with our questions. <gasps> I will not ask you if you're ready. We're just going to go She at is it. always <laughs> she's ready. She's always ready. She's always oh, energy God. managed. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm nervous. I really am. Um, Are you? 
you're you're gonna be okay. I mean, yeah. you did really well in this one. Oh my gosh, I think I listeners okay. I, I get the performance anxiety. <laughs> All right, <laughs> <laughs> I am. You know, I just. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I felt like I talked too much about myself. It's so... It's, I mean, that's the point of this podcast. That's the point. So I'm how about you talk? So, it just so happens that you have a very long history with practice. That's why we need another episode. You know, and, and I will tell you something. The truth is, I haven't really spoken about this in a long time. Yeah. yeah. And, and now it's online forever. Oh my God, <laughs> this is why I don't have a blog or a podcast. Because, and, and it's very difficult for me to post videos. Because yeah. now it's forever. I can't yeah. retract. Um, <laughs> you know, I'll tell you something. Um, I realized about two weeks ago that... I don't know. There's something about silence, mm. and and maybe so and and if you don't mind, because I've been doing a lot of writing as well mm-hmm. as part yeah. of my practice, and for me, writing is yoga. Yeah. yeah. And you know, before we go into the rapid fire, I hope yes. you guys don't mind that I, I just read this, this, little thing that I, I want to share, because I feel that it is important to come into yes let's go art and work so I talk to you in my sleep I speak with you in my waking hours as if you were apart from me who am I fooling in silence a true loss of words empty of definition bereft of meaning making Mm. there there we converse that's beautiful that's so important, Donna. Talk yeah. to us, such a nice place. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's important. And then the rapid fire. <laughs> and then now we talk more. <laughs> and the rapid fire. I might have to... I had to go to my silent space to get to this. <laughs> but thank you for letting me share that. Because that is my that is my current yeah. state. That's important. Yeah. So... Here we go. <laughs> Favorite yoga pose. Shavasana. Shavasana. Best, <laughs> best meal after practice. <gasps> oh, um. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> My kind of girl. The best meal, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like something. Chocolate, yeah. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. How do you take your coffee? Flat white. Oh, yeah. Extra hot. Yeah. Most of the people we interviewed before were just flat. Coffee. Flat white, extra hot Yummy. for me, and it has. He's to a flat be. white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay! Yes. And it, the milk has to be good because know, if the milk yeah. sucks. I don't I like know. it. Yeah, and I like my my beans fruity. Mm. Yum. Yeah. Here we go. Best time for sex. <gasps> Anytime. Um, uh, <laughs> I I I have to say, um, as your husband waits up. I know. <laughs> when the mood strikes. <laughs> Uh, favorite drink? Gin tonics. Yum. Yum. <laughs> Is that water? <laughs> Let's be honest though. No, gin, gin tonics. tonics. <laughs> and I like my beer. By the way, I love my beer. I love I my like beer too. Yeah, I love it. Least favorite pose? Uh, anything that, that puts a strain on my shoulders. So okay. a lot of the inversions I okay. don't really yeah. like. Yeah. Travel the world or eat all you can. Travel the world Yay. without a doubt. Yeah. What would you be if not a yoga teacher, if not a teacher? 
Um, I would write. <laughs> oh, a writer, yeah. Oh, I love that. Wow, did I just say that out loud? Oh, no, no, manifesting it. First thing you do in the morning. Ah, this is good. First thing I do in the morning is I sit and I meditate, but not like a 20 minute meditation. Yeah. It's literally from the bed, sitting up and doing a three-minute maybe, yeah. without looking at the time, without you know nothing, just so that I can be grounded the whole day. And then I have my rice coffee. Yeah. Best piece of advice you've ever received. Become more of who you are. Mm. Angela Farmer. And then last but not the least, your teaching philosophy. Become more of who you are. Mm. <laughs> That's really. I think at this point, can we request that you reread your sound? Oh! Just for one last time. Okay. I talk to you in my sleep. I speak with you in my waking hours as if you were apart from me. Who am I fooling? In silence, a true loss of words, empty of definition, bereft of meaning-making. There, there we converse. It's really beautiful to end um, the podcast in something that... Do you feel that this represents where you something are. where you are right now? Like all of this silence. Very much so. Because I'll tell you something. Um, well, this is from the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, yeah. and where, where Jesus was speaking with her, and you know, even in and this is already my interpretation mm. of this, uh, rephrasing of this. It's like, you know, it's when when. Basically, it is in our heart, the mm. eye of our heart. It is not where people say, here it is, there it is. Yeah. Uh, it is in our hearts, mm -hmm. yeah. the nuance, where the treasure lies. Yeah. And I am tired of, of taking shortcuts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. It's, I, I want to go direct there mm -hmm. and experience life from there. Yeah. Yes, it hurts. That's why yoga is for the courageous. Yeah. yeah. You know, because shit, the amount of shattering, the amount of clarity that comes with practice, yeah. you know, it can, it, it can drive you insane. Yeah, but go straight to the heart because there you know. We all know. Nobody, nobody has to tell you anything just go straight into that place and there there the treasure lies so beautiful thank you so much donna for sharing oh, this time oh, with i'm us. so excited to listen to yeah. it <laughs> thank you so yeah. much i know i thank you listeners thank you for yeah. for allowing me to be of service yeah. to you and also for me to share yeah. myself with you yeah. you know and I think on behalf of me and Ben we're really grateful because we truly take this opportunity to learn from our peers and 
our you teachers. know yeah our teachers we don't get too much opportunity to do that so here it is forever for us to listen <laughs> to <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you so much Donna it's been really a treat uh, especially because we haven't sat down in uh, such a long time. Yeah, it's like true. It's nice and to connect. We, we should feel, just have coffee. Yeah. Flat I know, exactly. <laughs> flat wine. Uh, <laughs> Do something happy, together. You know, <laughs> we're happy that we're able to share this conversation uh, with other people as yeah. well. Yes. And and I do hope that we, we do this again. Yes, and and maybe be a even little if, bit you know, more you know, specific. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, because now it's... Uh, we know what you're yeah. about now. So yeah, we just pick... Yeah. Ah, yeah, so, yeah, then yeah. we can focus on that. Exactly. This is like a primer. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very long primer. <laughs> yeah. But I really enjoyed this. Yeah. I, so I, I, I was so yeah. nervous. Oh my god. I was so nervous. So funny. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I'm nervous. I, yeah. yeah. But you did so well. I mean, oh, it was you. such a fun recording. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And I, I resonated with so much of it, too. Unfortunately, we have to close. <laughs> of course. So, all the links that Donna mentioned will be in the description below. Thank you. And of course, we'd like to request everyone to rate this podcast five, five stars, stars. <laughs> so that people can find it faster. And um, without any further ado, we'd like to say goodbye to everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Donna, for being here. Thank you, here. Donna, for being oh, thank here. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being so open. Thank you so much. And until next time, you guys, this has been Go With The Flow, Yoga Conversations with Ben and Rihanna. I'm Rihanna. And I'm Ben. Namaste. Namaste. Yay! Thank you, Donna.